Developing the Leader Within is a podcast that focuses on leadership, management, and career development. We nosedive into the areas that are holding you back from your full potential. Let us begin. Welcome back to Developing the Leader Within podcast. And this week, we're going to be continuing on the 10 tips for career success. And we're going to be covering tip number five, which is know the review process. And also, we'll be talking about later on finding your passion and adding value. That's tip number six. Let us begin with uh, tip number five, which is knowing the review process. Now, if you've seen one review process, you have seen them all, right? Not quite. Uh, There is no single company that shares an identical review process. And how do I know this? Because humans conduct review processes and they are none alike. One of the critical components of your career is the annual performance review. Now, some love it and others hate it. And what makes this process have so many mixed reviews? Well, the people conducting them. That's what. Um, I have seen clean-cut, methodical, and hard-engaging reviews, and I have seen some come late uh, to the review, throw a piece of paper in front of a person and say, here, sign this and leave. Believe it or not, and I know most of you are probably shaking your heads, that is some of the things that go on out there. Now, if if you want to get my temperature going, Uh, It is a mishandled annual review. Uh, You know, people's livelihood is tied to these processes, and most managers don't think about that. You know, we are on pins and needles when we're uh, looking at the paper and reading what was said about us and, uh, you know, thinking of our own responses for for the things that we see. Uh, And for someone uh, to treat it as a mundane and unimportant event is beyond frustrating and really unbelievable. But, you know, it happens. Uh, It is up to us, it is up to you to understand what the company says about the process. How do you feel about the process and what they do during the process? So here are some tips to stay ahead of the game. Number one, get a copy of the rating form. You should be very familiar with that rating form. What's What are the marks? How much can you get? How far are you looking to get? Uh, what they say at each point and where you lie in that. Uh, number two, you should find out what the policy is for the top rankings. Right? I, I, they, they say reach for the stars, right? Shoot for the stars. You might, you might get out of space. Um, and you never know how much you can get uh, from knowing that process and knowing how far you can get in that process. Uh, for instance, in, while I was in the Navy, uh, it was a one through five uh, rating. And typically, you know, fives were never given. Um, I was just in the workforce out here uh, as a civilian and they plain out said no one gets number five. And I said, well, why have the ranking? All right. So number three, speak to your manager about the timeline. You should be well aware when uh, midterms or midpoint reviews are, are, are conducted. And if they are not, maybe you should bring that up. 
but you should be very well aware of the timeline so that you know uh, how to plan for your review and, you know, just planning in general. You know, what activities are you going to do uh, between the time you got you had your last review and the time for your next one? <clears throat> Number four, make sure that your work falls in line to support each category. I can't tell you how many times people are asked to do things outside of the scope of their work. And then when it's come time to do a review, they have nothing to say about uh, the, the real work that they're supposed to do. So be cognizant, be aware uh, of the categories, but make sure that your work is falling in line with that review. Uh, number five, give yourself the best shot by planning out your year. I used to tell my young sailors, <clears throat> if you know what the review says, and you know what your job description was and says, then you should be able to match those and make your year the most fruitful year you've ever had. Next, we'll be covering tip number six, which is find your passion and adding value after this commercial. Welcome back as we cover tip number six, finding your passion and adding value. Now, Passion and value are critical to your longevity at any workplace. You know, you don't want to get to the point where you think that you're settled and, and, and your plans are working and, and uh, you can relax because that will inevitably uh, end in some pain. Uh, you know, when you get hired, <clears throat> your work has just begun. Uh, you have to establish yourself and you have to seek what passion uh, is for you at that site and what value you're going to bring there. Hopefully, you've already decided that when you took the job. But you know what? Some people uh, end up uh, accepting a job and starting a job and then they get faced with tasks. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, you'll hear things like, I didn't sign up for this. That's not what I'm getting paid for. That's not in my job description. You know, <clears throat> you, you have to be careful uh, that uh, you don't lose passion once you get to your job or that that passion goes away. You know, if, you, if you really genuinely want career su success, these comments can't come out of your mouth uh, because usually that indicates that the person is only wanting and not wanting to give. Uh, and that's not you, right? I didn't think so. Um, part of career success is finding your passion and what you do, uh, because let's face it, uh, if you lose it, uh, there could come a time where you're just acting busy all day long. Uh, some of you might know what that means. I know I do. Uh, after I lost my passion at some a work site, it was just boring. Uh, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to. Uh, it wasn't like I didn't have work to do, uh, but uh, I was just uninspired. And that's what happens when you lose your passion. Uh, so you got to be careful. Right? Passion is is hard to figure out. Uh, but when you come across it, 
you'll know it. You know, it's uh, I'm passionate about helping others achieve their max potential uh, to give guidance and, and advice and to see a seed grow into a life giving tree. Uh, I do this daily and with whoever allows me to do it, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to my actual job, uh, but it most uh, but it must support it. Right. So hopefully that value that I'm bringing to those people are tied to my job, um, <clears throat> but it necessarily doesn't have to be that way. Um, but if I'm a manager and a leader, I really have to make sure that that value uh, that I'm bringing to the to the people around me uh, is reflecting a, in, in the uh, workspace. Uh, my passion is how I add value to the team. Uh, I foster open and honest communication. I, br I bring clarity uh, to areas of obscurity and provide coaching and advice. Uh, whether on the job or not, what I teach can be used at work or at home. Now, the question is, what's your passion and where do you add value? Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'd love to hear suggestions for our future shows or any remarks you may have that will help us improve. Until then, success to you.